On today's show, it's our annual Mavs board bets. What will Luka Doncic pull off in this season? Will he be MVP? And what will the Mavericks play like this year? What can some of these numbers tell us about how the Mavs will play this season? We'll talk about that and more board bets on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks I believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager, the Locked On Podcast Network, recovering from food poisoning. Thanks for making Locked On Maps your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On Maps is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below in the comments. Which board bet would you absolutely put money on? As we list some of these board bets, let us know which one you're just like, oh yeah, slam dunk, easy one. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. And joining me, as always, my co host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, the betting boy, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Got some home. Dallas Mavericks basketball tonight in the AAC warms the heart. It's good to be back. Both of us will be in the building. Mm. If you're in the building tonight to watch the Mavericks host their own, uh, their first uh, preseason game this season, shoot us a DM, shoot us a tweet, holler at us. Um, The odds are more in favor of you uh, seeing Nick than me, but we'll we'll see. It's a whole new year. So we'll find out. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it's good to be back in AAC tonight. Mavs, Magic, uh, Palo Bancaro. Super excited to see him in person. Say, that's your MVP pick, right? I'm ready to see him in person. <laughs> you know, when back when we started this podcast, it was, um, you know, when we, when we started uh, doing this, we used to talk about all the time, hey, who are some players that look bigger in person? Oh, yeah. Some players look smaller in person. Guys we see for the first time, we'd always look forward to rookie you know, classes. Then COVID hits. Now we're back, you know, back close to the floor again and all of that. So uh, I'll be excited to see uh, Palo Bancaro up close and just see how big he is. That should be fun. Today we're going to do our uh, board bets. We've been doing these off and on the last couple of years, our annual board bets, where we just come up with a bunch of different things from Luka to Mavs wins to Mavs offensive rating, you know, three point, you know, shooting and all that kind of stuff to kind of bet on what we think the Mavericks are going to be. For example, who has higher points per game, Tim Hardaway Jr. or or Christian Wood this year? Do the Mavericks have uh, a top five defense like Reggie Bullock predicted that they were going to have? Uh, and so we bet the over-under on 5.5 on that. Um, do we think that Luka will have more all-star votes than Ja Morant, even though Ja had a million more than him last year? So things like that, we start going through. And it gives us an idea of what we expect from this team. And it's a little more fun way to do predictions, I think. So let's start with our first one. Follow along with us in the comments. Also, I'll be putting these, uh, a lot of them, I don't know if I'll put all of them up, in our YouTube community page throughout the week. And so you'll be able to go vote on those. And it should be good. And so we'll keep track of what you guys, the Raccoon Squad, keeps, uh, what you guys vote for this as well. So let's start with this first one. Luka Doncic, over-under. 28.8 28.8 points per game. That's that would be a career high. If he goes 28.9, you win the bet. If he gets to 30, obviously, but what do you think about Luca and his scoring this year? I'm gonna take a slight under. 
I think mm. it's going to be right at the 28 mark. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think, I mean, if he goes over, it's a good, there's a very good chance he could have his career high in scoring this year. Um, cause he's going to handle the ball a lot and we both think he's going to have an MVP type season, but I'll take the slight under just to, uh, play a little safer. Oh, I'm going. I'm going for gold, baby. Give me, give me the over, and give me, give me the over for a couple reasons. I think his free throw percentage has to be better. Like he's he's gonna get better eventually at you know free throw shooting, and I think that's gonna add to it a little bit. There's also gonna be a lot asked of him this year, and there's gonna be more spacing. I think this year at times because yeah. they're gonna be able to play five out more. They know their identity in that. Uh, and also, I think that last year, something that was underrated about Luca that I, I know we mentioned a couple times last year, but I didn't hear mentioned at all, is he was not good around the rim, or at least not not as good as he has been in the past. Um, two years ago, when the Mavericks had the number one offense, um, he was like as good as Giannis around the rim. <laughs> just an incredible mm-hmm. percentage where he just finished everything. I think some of it is due to conditioning. You know, once you get to the rim, like he could get there, he could get to his spot, get to the rim. But once he did, he like ran out of gas almost and like missed a whole bunch of shots at the rim. And I think that's something that's going to beef back up for him this year. And I think that he's going to be able to add at least, you know, a point more per game or two points more per game than he did last year. So it'd be interesting, even though the Mavericks do have more scorers, uh, a lot more is going to be on him. And I think that, I think that he'll, I think he'll pull it off. Luca over under assists 8.8 would be a career high. Do we think he gets his career high in assists this year? I'd taken the over on that one for a lot of the reason that you just said. They have more spacing. Um, I think just with their shooters, um, ability to play, you know, now we have two bigs coming off the bench that you can yeah, do pick right. and pops with with Maxi and Christian Wood. I think Reggie and Dorian are gonna have big time, you know, shooting seasons again, Dinwiddie. I I I think because he's gonna have the ball in his hands a little bit more, like I think I would take the under if Brunson was still here and we had like two distinct other ball handlers besides Luca. Yeah. But I think he's going to have the ball as much as he's had it in his career. And uh, I think it's going to result in career high assist numbers for him this year. I'm saying at least nine. Ooh. So uh, I think he's averaging at least nine assists a game. This yeah. Year. We brought our, we bought, brought our own like board bet ideas and you were all the way at nine. And I was like, well, let's just start with this career high and start at 8.8. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is, this is an easy over for all the reasons you said. I'm going over on this one as well. Which brings us to Luka Doncic triple doubles, nine and a half. What makes you think that Luka could have over nine and a half triple doubles this year, which not, he had nine last year? I think I, I'm going to take the slide under on it. Oh, just because that's not what I asked, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a board bet on it. You're like, why is it the over? I'm like, I, I was trying I was to set you. I was trying to be a good broadcaster and set you up for the. <laughs> let me give you this. However, I'm going to go. <laughs> His last three seasons uh, rebounds. <laughs> he averaged nine point one last year, eight the year before that, and then nine point four. Uh, his <laughs> his sophomore season in the league was like his crazy statistical season: twenty eight point eight points, eight point eight assists, nine point four rebounds. Just dumb, like second year in the league. But I think here you're adding Christian Wood and Javale McGee to your rotation, yeah. not just your team, but your rotation. So. I mean, I think that last year started Dwight Powell. Dwight's not a great rebounder. So, I mean, that right there is, I think, enough to take away, you know, a little bit of rebounding from Luka. Okay, so we're saying all this. You think he's going to go, I think he's going to go over his career high in points, assists. He may not get the, tri- the t- a ton of triple doubles, but we think that the Mavericks, Mavericks should be better. 
Luca MVP finish. I'm going mm-hmm. over under two and a half. So if you go over, that means that he's uh yeah, if you go over, that means he's, he goes higher. So that's like he finishes one or two. If you go under, he finishes, you know, three, four, five, whatever in MVP voting. Um, yeah, I think I think it's uh over. I think he's gonna finish in the top two of MVP votes. And I, I think because I think we're gonna see uh I think he's gonna hover right around that 28 mark again as far as scoring. And I think he's going to be averaging somewhere around that 28, nine assist, um, eight or nine rebounds, somewhere through there, like a 28, nine and nine. And the Mavericks, I think, can be, will be a top, you know, four or five seed in the West. So, yeah, I think he's top two in MVP finish. Two things we know about MVP voting. And let me just, here, let me just take a, take a drink real quick. The narrative about MVP is you don't give it to somebody three years in a row, right? It's only happened like twice. I think like Larry Bird and Wilt Chamberlain, not, not many have won it three times in a row. So it's not going to Jokic this year. Three in general is really tough. So Giannis, it's, it's kind of, there's some voter fatigue there. It would take a lot for somebody like Curry to come back. LeBron, I don't know, is going to be anywhere no, close to done. that. Durant is not going to be, I don't think anywhere close to that, depending on what the Nets do. So there's just, you're running out of options here. Like it's Embiid or it's like, or Luca. And then you start looking down the list and it's like, okay, Tatum, Jimmy Butler. I don't, I don't know. I'm not really one of the Suns guys. I'm just not feeling ja. any of those. Uh, yeah, John ja Morant. So yeah, give me the Calo. over. Give me the over. I think this is Luca's year. And uh, and I think he ends up winning it. Last one for Luca. All-star votes. Who gets more, Luca or Ja? And I'm gonna go through the last couple of years because uh, in 2020, Luca got the the most votes among West West guards. He got six million. Harden was second. Then Curry comes back with a vengeance. He gets five million and he leads. Luca had three point three. He was he was second. Three point three million votes. Then last year, Curry was number one again, and Jaw took the second place spot at three point five million. Luca had two point five million votes. So Jaw had a million more votes than him last year. Will Luca get more All Star votes than Ja Morant? This one's really tough for me. Um, I'll. I'll lean yes, just because I think Dallas has a better record than Memphis this year, and but it's it's tough. Jaw's so popular, especially with young fans. I mean, Luca is too, but Jaw's so much fun and so much fun for people to watch, and just his explosiveness and the dunks, the you you know the Instagram highlights and you know the reels and everything of all this stuff. Like it just makes people, yeah that excitement makes people vote for him too. So that's, that's close. I don't know. Can I just push it? <laughs> no, you went with Luca. I'm going with Ja uh, for all the reasons you just said, like Luca could have a better season than him and Ja could still get more fan. It's just fan votes, right? Like we're not talking about media and all that. So coming up, what will this Mavs team look like? Their offensive rating, their defensive rating, their pace, their rebounding. Will they be in top 10 rebounding team this year? All those board bets and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. You can go see right now. I don't know if that if that Broncos Colts game is still going on right now, but you can go bet it, on. Thank God it's off Thursday night football like that. Uh, but you can bet on basketball futures. We're going to talk about a couple of futures here for the Mavericks. Their wins right now they're at forty eight and a half. I'm, I'm I'm taking the over on that. Give me the over. We'll do we'll do our win total over unders next week at some point, and they're all going to come from Bet Online because Bet Online has you covered everything: the odds, the news, the scores. Check it out; it's Bet Online where the game starts. 
All right, Isaac Harris, we're continuing to do our board bets like we do every single year. We went through all of Luca's, and we're pretty high on his season this year, even though you picked more unders than me. Um, but the Mavericks this year, their over-under on BetOnline is 48.5. I think we'd both easily go over that, right? Yeah. What about 50.5? Yeah, yeah. You'd go over that? Okay, let, let's play this game. At what point would you start to get shaky? 55? Uh, right, right, no, yeah, oh, yeah. I think right over 50, I get a little shaky. All right, so 50, 52, somewhere through there. So let's do 50, 51 and a half. Over or under? I love how you just like found the spot that I'm like shaky on it. I know. Like, I want to make you sweat a little spot. Make you sweat a little bit. That's the case. 49 and a half is the one I'm just like. <laughs> um, I'll take. Uh, I'll take a, I'll take slight under. Oh, give me the over. Just give me the over because the West is going to be tough this year. But I think the Mavericks, knowing their identity, not having to go through COVID and all, all that this year, hopefully not having to like they made a trade in, they, they made that trade for Porzingis in February of last year. Like we forget that this team wasn't the team that we know until, you know, February 10th when Dinwiddie came in and all that. So they um, went 52 games last year. Yeah. And so I think they at least matched last year. Yeah, I'm I'm rolling right at 51. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh three-point attempts. That Jason Kidd suggested during training camp, media day, all that, that the Mavs are gonna take less threes this year. Uh I'm gonna do the over under at 38 and a half threes a game. Last year they did mm. 37.4. The year before that, 38.1. The year before that, 41.3. <laughs> so many threes they took. Um, but this is going up. This is going up one more three than last year. Do you think they'll take more or less? Uh, I'm taking it over. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, Jason. You're Kidd. not going to Jason Kidd at all. I, I don't buy it. <laughs> I mean, I, I do think they're going to, you know, I think there is something. Well, I'll take that back because Brunson like getting in the paint. I was going to say, I think there is something about Dinwiddie driving to the basket more or bigger size, but they're still like, they still, how they're surrounding this team. Like Dinwiddie's still going to have catch and shoot shots. We know what Dinwiddie, you know, um, Dorian and Reggie's going to do like Christian Wood. ISO step back in preseason. Like we know he's going to take his threes too. Tim's going to launch his threes. So we're, we're going to get a good amount of three pointers. To your point though, I think Dinwiddie's more of a drive and kick guy than Brunson was like one of Brunson's things was he had to become more of a facilitator. That was one of our things that we were really interested to see what he was going to become. And I think that Dinwiddie in this offense already has that going into this season. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go more threes. They, they've added more three-point shooters. Like, I don't know how they don't. And, and guys that, like, literally just shoot threes and not much else, which is why I've been no. talking about shot creators. So Free free agent Tim Hardaway. And <laughs> you think about their bench, though. I mean, Tim, Christian Wood, Maxi. Like, at least those three, all three of those dudes are shooting threes. Well, and, so. and Davis and Jaden Hardy and, like, you know, all, these, all these guys taking threes. Yeah, we're, we're launching threes this year. All right, speaking of which, the Mavs offensive rating. Over under 10 and a half. Are they going to be a top 10 offense this year? Now, going over the last couple of years, last year they were 12th. This is all according to Cleaning the Glass. They were 12th last year. They were 8th the year before that. They were 1st in 2019-20. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the Luka effect. I think you put the ball in Luka's hands so much, which they're going to, that you're trusting them to make the right decision a lot of times. And that just him alone takes the floor of your offense so high and 
Yeah, I, I'll take the over. I think they're a top 10 offense this year. Yeah, give me give me the over on that one for sure as well. For all the reasons I picked their over-under wins, because I think that this team will be way better with Luka playing more games, hopefully, and less games of like Isaiah Thomas, Brandon Knight, <laughs> those, those kind of games oh, yeah. at certain points. And uh, honestly, like less games of Porzingis, right? Because the Porzingis we saw in the last year was not as efficient as we'd seen before, and that hurt the offense. So, yeah. Um, okay, Mavs defensive rating. Reggie Bullock told us at media day that the goal this year for them is a top five defense. Last year, he told us it was top 10. They made that pretty easily. Um, They were eighth last year, according to cleaning the glass. They were 21st the year before that. So that's why we were laughing at Reggie Bullock because they went from 21st to eighth in defense. Do they, do they make it to a top five? So over under five and a half rank for the, no, they're under, they don't, you're going under on that. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's too, that's I think I do think I do think Javel helps that a decent amount because he is a better defender than Dwight. Um, but I'm a little scared about our our bench unit and outside of Maxi. Yeah, I mean you you have Frank. If Frank's going to legit play those minutes, but you know Tim Christian Wood, like if Bertons plays any minutes, like those are not uh, net positive on the defense event. So yeah. Not, I don't think they're top five. Do I think they're in the top half? Yes, I don't think they're in top five though. One of them don't do this crap either. Don't do like 12 and a half. <laughs> one of the, um, one of the you're mad about that. I changed the wins one. Uh, one of the, the underrated things I think I, I realized during the first preseason game was how much turnovers are going to be a factor. Brunson never turned the ball over. Like yeah. his whole thing in the Jazz series was that first game he had like 41 points and no turnovers or like one turnover or something like that. Uh, they're gonna miss that and that's gonna affect their defensive rating a lot because that's more transition buckets, no take fouls this year. How many times did Luca like oh, do that God. take foul in, in transition? We don't like it because it messes up the the play, but it also messes up your defense. So, um, speaking of pace, the Mavericks last year were legit the 30th ranked pace in the NBA. So that means they played the slowest style. The year before that, they were 26th. The year before that, they were 18th. So they've just been in a steady decline. Over under 29 and a half. Do they stay the slowest team in the NBA? Uh, I don't think they stay the slowest, but I'm, I'll am i take the slight, I guess, over, under? Over, over the over. rank. Yeah, over. But I think they're in the bottom five. Like, I think we're looking at like 27, 28, somewhere through there. Yeah, I, I think the Knicks fall down here because the Knicks were, were 29th last year. They bring in Jalen Brunson. He plays slower. It's going to make them all slower. I think that, that that's going to affect them. And then the numbers were pretty close. Like It's like one possession here or there that is between the Mavs and like you know the bottom five. Yeah, they'll be 25 to 30. I'm, I'm kind of confident. Okay, for all the talk about rebounding last year, the Mavs were 14th in the NBA in rebounds per 100 possessions. Does rebounds matter? <laughs> Some people think rebounds don't matter to win games. Just kidding, guys. There's, I didn't. <laughs> anyway, keep going. <laughs> uh, will the Mavericks be a top ten rebounding team this year? They only have to go up four spots, so over under tenth rank. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But slight, like slightly, like t- they're tenth. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling that too. Adding Christian Wood, adding JaVale McGee, I think that one's pretty easy. Still have Luca. Yeah. I'm not as confident. Why, why aren't you sold it, on it? I don't know. I gotta think about it more. Just we're gonna launch a ton of threes. 
And yeah, I don't know. I got to think about it. I'm not confident on that one, but I'll take slide over. All right. Last one for the Mavs. Mavs make over under one and a half trades this year. So if they, if, if you go over, then they're making two trades. If you go under, they can make one or zero during like during um, the, during the season. I would almost lock this sucker in. It's over. They're making over one and a half. Okay. So you're feeling, you're feeling a trade coming or, at least, or uh-huh. more than one trade coming. Yeah. More than one. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the under on that. I think they'll make one trade, but I think there's, they still got to save up some of these assets and stuff for something. In the okay. future. Coming up some fun ones, higher points per game. Tim Hardo Jr. Or Wood Dinwiddie over under 19 and a half points. JaVale McGee starts and the bench decorum. The bench. Ooh. How many techs will the Mavs get uh, in bench decorum? We'll talk about all that and make more bets on today's Lagos Mavs coming up. All right, Isaac Harris. We're continuing to talk about our board bets. While you're listening to this, make sure you check out next week the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview starting October 10th, a six-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NBA season. Local team experts and the NBA insiders of the Lockdown Podcast Network, including myself, I hosted six different roundtables that go on this, so I will be on it all week hosting it. So go check it out, the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022 on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, moving on to some fun ones. Let's do these a little rapid fire. Higher points per game next season. Tim Hardaway Jr. or Christian Wood? Tim Hardaway Jr. Ooh. What do you think? No, no, no explanation there? No. no G- give me Christian Wood. I think Christian Wood, what we saw in the preseason game, when when Christian when there's some garbage time or a third quarter in preseason, I think he's gonna get that time because the Mavericks are gonna throw him out there to get him more comfortable. I think he'll play. I, more. I think it's really close. So I, I acted like I was really confident. I'm not really confident. I think it's really, really close. Um, but they're they're really similar players. Of they they're gonna get their shots. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna get their opportunities. Stuff. I just think it's gonna lo- be a little bit easier for Tim to get some of his shots. There's gonna be some games where like Tim is gonna hit six threes in a game. Like <laughs> he's gonna have a couple of these games in Detroit where, he, where his dad is when his dad is in the state. When his dad is there. Yeah. <laughs> See, and I think obviously it, that's we're interesting. Dinwiddie's too. I think it's gonna be easier for Wood to get points because he's gonna eventually we're gonna see him in these pick and rolls. We're gonna eventually see him like put back some offensive rebounds. So I think he'll get some huh. easier buckets, but okay. that no one else is just gonna be there for, especially when he plays with like Maxi or Dwight or something like that. And like, there's just nobody getting rebounds there, and so he's gonna get them. Yeah. Dinwiddie over under 19 and a half points. I think his career high is like 20 points something, but will he will he score 20 points? So if you go over, you're saying that Dinwiddie's going to be a 20 point per game score. So I guess I'll do 19.9 points. <laughs> this one's a little tough because I'm all in on such a big season for him, but you are adding more scoring with, with Tim and, and, and Christian Wood. Uh, but I'll take the slight over. I'll take the because I, I got to back it up. I've been all in on Spencer Dinwiddie having a, a, a monster season. So I think he averages right at 20 a year. Mm. 20, give, 20, 20 a game. Give me the under on that one. I think there's too many other scores, too many other mouths to feed. I think yeah. 20 is, is really hard to get to. Uh, and I'm, some of that depends on how much, like if Luca is handling the ball that much, yes. then Spencer's scoring is going to be down a little bit because Dinwiddie, Reggie, all these guys are going to be getting shots. But if they do really stagger and they try to preserve Luca a little bit more this season, lower his minutes a little bit, you could see Dinwiddie excelling more. But yeah, anyway. yeah it's gonna, that's going to be an interesting one. I'm curious to see what everybody thinks about that one. So go to the YouTube community tab, try that one. 
JaVale McGee starts over under 60 and a half. In the past, JaVale McGee has started his most starts ever in a year was 2011 in Washington, 75 starts. In LA, he started 62 games one year and 68 games in the 2020 seasons. So that one's shortened, but still. Um, what are our thoughts on JaVale McGee starts over under 60 and a half? Uh, over. Okay. I think he's locked locked in as the starter. I don't think it's changing. All right, give me the under on JaVale McGee's 60 and a half starts. I think there's too many variables in this one. Injuries, Christian Wood, a trade. You know, there's just so many different things. And I, I don't, I'm not as like dead set sold on JaVale McGee, full-time starter. Like, let's go. He's the answer. I'm not as dead set on that as it seems like you are and some others. Yeah, I'm dead set on it. Um, I think Christian Wood averages more minutes. I'm just, I, I think they're dead set on JaVale being that starting center, playing that role that Dwight did and, and all that. Yeah. Speaking of minutes, Maxi versus Christian Wood minutes. Total minutes. This was yours. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I'm, I, I put total minutes. I just wanted you to clarify this. Total minutes. Oh, for if the it's season. total minutes, it's easy because I think Maxi will miss games, but let's do if minutes total- per game then. If it's total minutes, I don't think it's easy. I th- I'm taking Maxi. But if it's minutes per game, then I think it's Christian Wood. Yeah, I think this one's easy. I think it's Wood too. Uh, I don't think it's that easy. Okay. Josh Green, three point percentage over under 35 and a half. Are you buying the Josh Green hype train? Um, I'll take slight under. Oh. Slight slight under. I think his career has what 36? Yeah, he shot 35? pretty well last year. Yeah, 36. Um, I'll take slide under 35. I think he takes a little bit more. How many did he take a game like, last year? Like one. <laughs> Not yeah, even. so I, I think he's gonna he's gonna be so they're gonna want him in that corner like every time he's on the floor. And I think he's gonna attempt a little bit more threes this year. So 35. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going under on that one too, even if it's just 35 or 34. But he's just got to be more confident, and this year is the year to start chucking him up. So <laughs> if Josh shoots like 39 percent from three, it's so massive for this team. Like that would be huge. Should I just go over just for the hype train? I'm going over just for the hype train. Just so that it, when just so that when people look at these, they're like, Nick just believes in Josh Green so much. He's yeah. just he's feeling. all right. Here's a couple a couple fun ones to end here. Bench decorum text. We've already seen Andre Drummond get a bench decorum tech, the Theo Pinson rule. Get ejected too. By standing up at the on the bench and the refs calling him out and giving him a technical foul. He's not in the game. He's sitting on the bench. He stands up and you call a tech on him. How many bench decorum technical fouls will the Mavericks get? We set this at over under four and a half. It it seems too low when we first, when I think about it. I mean, I'll I'll take the over. For sure. Let's play. Let's play the which. What number would make you scream on this? I I just don't know. I mean, ten. I, when ten I texted you this, I was like eight. But because one of two things is going to happen, they're going to get a couple right off the bat, like first game or two of the season, because they're they're the reason this is happening. So like yes. the refs, all their pregame stuff. Like, hey, watch this for Dallas. All stuff. They're going to get a couple. Probably one's going to happen game one couple of beginning of the season and then it's going to be decision time yeah. we're either going to see him really learn honing in don't get the text or they're just going to lean in and it's just like we'll, we'll dare you cuban what will, you, pay, cuban what will you pay it 
Yeah, Cuban will pay it. What are you going to do? Call, you know, throw out our whole team? Like, you're not going to do that. Well, throw out the whole bench. <laughs> yeah, but so I think it's one of those routes. And just throw out Theo and whoever else is, joins him as the, the cheerleader this year, right? Like, can you imagine? Can, put the, the conspiracy mu- music on. It's like you're struggling a little bit. Me? The, or- the, the game. No, the maps. <laughs> You're struggling a little bit. Jason Kidd, he's like, man, this is tough night. We just, we don't have it going. What's our break glass in case of emergency? What's our, hey, run into me, spill something, spill my cup. What is, what is the equivalent of, hey, I'm just going to get tossed to rally the team? Hey, Theo, come here. Get tossed. I need you to get tossed because you, at home, because you know what's going to fire up this whole arena <laughs> is you getting tossed for being a hype teammate. Yes. That place will go absolutely nuts if Theo Pensing picks up two two techs and he has to leave the game and he's hyping up the, the yeah. tunnel and everything. Yep. And it's it's immediately going to get the whole arena into he's the got, game. He's got to walk across the court too to get to the Mavs tunnel. Like yep. he, he, couldn't yeah. just, he, he can't just slip out the side. Like He has to go all the way across the court to do that. I'm I'm calling it right now. We got it's got to happen. I don't know what we're gonna call it, but I'm gonna be calling for it in the game. And be like, hey, Raccoon Squad, the pins the pins in provision. <laughs> this is what we got to do. We gotta we need this right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you too. Will the sellout streak end? This no, is, this never. is just yes or no. <laughs> um, considering that during COVID, that I could set on this that I was on the second row of the AAC and Mavs socials were, was next to me. Lizelle was still here and she hollered down to Dwight on the bench said, <laughs> Hey Dwight and waved and du- Dwight's like, Hey, wave back. <laughs> um, I don't know what the sellout streak. <laughs> they couldn't sell tickets <laughs> during, to those games. There's nobody else in the arena. Uh, and that was like during warmup. So, uh, I don't know what the sellout streak was then. All right. My last one for those of you that listen through the whole podcast, you have been you have been grant you 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 are an incredible human being. You're part of the raccoon squad for sure. Jaden Hardy over under four and a half games scoring 20 points. Here are the players over the last five years that have scored five or more 20 point games in their rookie season. Are you ready for this? You're not ready for this list. I'm not. There's some ones that like okay, Kuminga was one. He did his rookie year. That one kind of surprised me a little bit. Josh Hart, that one makes a little sense. Malik Monk could see that. Teo Maladon. You're telling me Teo Maladon had five 20 point games for the Thunder his rookie year. Josh Christopher for the Rockets. Wait, okay. Tell me what how you got this list again. This is rookies that scored five or that scored exactly five 20 point games. Exactly five. Exactly five. Their rookie year. So I just wanted like a baseline of like, all right, which which players did five? Why did you Why did you do exactly? Because the over under is four and a half. Oh, I feel like that would be like at least scored at least twenty points in. Well, these guys did it five times, so I just like I just picked this. Oh, okay, okay. The other two made no sense to me. They've scored five twenty point games in their rookie season. Alexi Pokushevsky. Oh. I thought I feel like Poku like had five 20 point games. Who else is gonna freaking score for them? The other one, apparently Teo Maladon. The other one was De'Aaron Fox. Exactly. Exactly five 20 point games his rookie year. That didn't make any sense to me at all. But over under four and a half for Jaden Hardy, 20 point games. 
I hate to be the Debbie Downer. No, 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 no. If you pick the over, I have I have a surprise for everyone. Uh, you know what? Give me the over. Come on, Hardy, let's go party. That's actually pretty good. I'm pretty impressed. <laughs> that will be played every time Jaden Hardy does anything fun this whole year, and I'm very excited for it. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us with your board bets, and uh, and go vote on them on our YouTube community page. Make your second listen, Lockdown Fantasy Basketball. Incredible stuff from Josh Lloyd every single day. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.